Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where we are counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. Joining me today is my sister in all things Hyatt, who does have a chunk of my soul, Sylvan Roth. Thank you. I was wondering what phrase could he possibly pull out that does not sound like I am putting Jesse in mortal danger for this song yes. today. Uh, yes, uh, I am uh, Jesse Jackson, and here is uh, here is kind of a my pulling us off track right away. There, I just couple uh, this week, and as recording this, it's. Um, it's right around Valentine's Day, uh, but that's not what the story's about. It's about the time period. But someone said, introduce yourselves when you do a podcast. They said, I'm listening to a podcast and they are 20 minutes in. They are bantering back and forth. I don't know who they are. I don't know the purpose of the podcast. This makes no sense. And I said, well, Sylvan and I may not do everything perfect but we do make a point of every episode who we are and why we're here so that gets us ahead of some yes and we're a couple of nobodies who love john hyatt and we're here because we love talking about john hyatt and you had the brilliant idea of adapting what has been done with other artists of going in alphabetical order song by song and I was just lucky enough to hang on to your coattails of having the technical skills of putting a podcast together. So, yeah, when we uh, when we hit our year anniversary, we'll talk about the that, that we'll make a note to talk about the origins. Um, yeah. So tonight we are talking bite marks. Is I, I will tell you my quick thoughts and then I want to hear just the facts. Um I'm I'm watching Last of Us, the HBO series okay. about it's not really zombies, it's people that are controlled by fungus that but they act like zombies. And then The Walking Dead and all these zombie movies and I'm like, you know, they should have picked part of this and done a cover of this for some The Walking Dead or something. Oh, uh, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, for a while it was like Every time I went to the movies, it seemed like there was a John Hyatt song, which was wonderful and exciting. Yes. Um, but it, it has slowed down a bit. So, yeah, Hollywood, there yeah. is nothing that cannot be improved by putting the John Hyatt song in the soundtrack. And this is a perfect example of perhaps not the first thing that you would think of zombies bite marks. There we Perfect. go. Yes. Uh, so how about just the facts? Just the facts. Okay. This uh, is track number two on Mystic Pinball, which was released September 25th, 2012. It was the second album produced by Kevin Shirley, Kevin the Caveman, uh, who had great respect for John. And personally, I am hoping that they have another album unfortunately there are only the two the uh backup band was doug lancio patrick o'hearn kenny blevins my absolute favorite of the drummers that john has worked with and uh doug henthron i'm probably gonna mispronounce that name i'm very sorry um this is another album that came together very quickly it was recorded in four days 
and it peaked at number 39 on the Billboard charts for two weeks. Mm. And that pretty much covers the facts of the song. Um, it's very short. Uh, if I'm looking at the lyric booklet and there's this tiny little half a page of this song right next to We're All Right Now, the kickoff, and then the rest of the album, you know, they're all kind of like trying to fight for space. And uh, this one just has like a total of about 12 lines if you don't count the repeated chorus. So it's kind yeah. of interesting. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Yeah, I was not as familiar with this song. Um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do when you and I started doing this is to spend more time with um, some of the lesser known, mm -hmm. um, you, you know, so, um, so I was really glad to hear this song. Um, it's an interesting song. It, um, as we, um, you'll hear us next week, we're going to talk about Blue Telescope, but I had Bite Marts of Blue Telescope on the you know, shuffle. And so it was kind of black and white. Yes, it was a jarring comp. change. Yes, yes, it is. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, what I think it's a good song. I don't think it's a great song. I think he's having fun with it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your thoughts? It's great. And so it, it was an interesting combination with Blue Telescope because I think both are taking the idea of an image or a simple metaphor and trying to spin it out of how far it can go. Um, you know, I don't think John is intending to talk about zombies or cannibalism here. No. I think it's taking a chunk out of my soul and yeah. that kind of when emotional pain becomes physical pain and tearing someone apart. Um, that being said, it's an interesting concept that I kind of feel John doesn't deliver on the way that I know he can, if he's taking an interesting concept and just spinning it out, you know, drive South is not a complicated idea, but he, you know, nails it out of the park of like what it means to get behind the driver's wheel and run away from something or drive towards something that you think might be warmer or sunnier or whatever here. It's like, he's obviously got this tension with this person um, that has hurt him going through the jugular vein, bared incisors, insane eyes, but I don't kind of get it. I got to be honest about that. Um, And even I love an obscure reference in the middle of a John Hyatt song. We've got, I'm tenderhearted, ain't no Lee Van Cleef. Well, I had to open up Wikipedia to learn that uh, Lee Van Cleef was a spaghetti Western actor uh, who was on a lot of things, including the good, the bad, and the ugly, which I'm sorry, you can take away my American uh, <laughs> passport. I, I was not familiar with that classic. Okay. Um, but uh, also uh, just kind of interesting that, you know, classic Western uh, star happened to be born in New Jersey. So oh, that brings us go. back to Bruce. Yes. <laughs> um, so what does that have to do with anything else that's going up in this song? Um, the tough guy image, you know, cowboys, beef, cattle, sure, any of those things. Um, but it doesn't enlighten me into what character John is trying to live in in this song. It doesn't tell me anything about how he feels about anyone else that he's interacting with, you know, even though obviously there's this animosity is that the right word is it fear uh toward the bite marks baby that uh he's talking to what do you think so this is almost too specific Hmm. it is too almost on the nose oh you've you've ripped my heart and left it in a thousand pieces you know, you've you've ground me up and spit me out. Um, you know, we haven't we we've done this a little bit. Like, think of uh, she loves the jerk, love that harms. Both from riding with the king, right? You they sell the story. She loves the jerk. I have this crush, this desire 
to love this woman and she's stuck with the bad guy and not necessarily someone that hurts her, but someone physically, but someone who's just not good for her. She loves the jerk that sells that story. I think you are pointed right on this. I don't know if this sells the story that she broke my heart. She, you know, and I don't want to say he's trying too hard, but something along that you like it rough down in the mud your idea of fun is drawing blood you tear the meat from the heart of a thing until there's nothing worth remembering you know that's very hard that's very harsh um and it it i just don't know now the upbeat tempo and the Uh music going with it maybe takes this a little bit off the anger scale just a little bit you know keeps it more a little fun like I'm over exaggerating how bad yeah so I was wondering if that was an intentional thing and that's where I was kind of feeling like maybe it just didn't land as it was intended that it's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be one of those breakup songs that like you talk about how absolutely awful it was and you can't help but laugh right you know um Mm -hmm. which can be done really effectively yes or if it's like the songs that you were just talking about she loves the jerk and whatever that like you're feeling that heart being ripped out of your chest um it it kind of doesn't exist either way and uh we were talking about how we weren't able to find any covers of that and maybe that's just because you know no one else knew what to make of the song but i i would love to hear someone go really far in one of those two directions and see what happens with it yeah well and like you go right for the juggler vein bared in sizers and your eyes are insane i have to hand to you with chain mail gloves there is no name for your kind of love and that's what i was like hey is this a song from you know the walking dead is this a (laughs) werewolf you know like is he in love with a werewolf yeah right you know um and it 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 is you're right like one of the things that uh scholars talk about and once again take a drink we're going to mention bruce is Um, originally born in the USA was this blues version that made it very clear that this is a song that it is criticizing how Vietnam veterans were treated. And instead he recorded it as this rock anthem with this booming born in the USA. So the mixture of the lyrics saying that maybe we shouldn't be proud we were born in the usa maybe we shouldn't be proud of what this team this country has done to our people who we owe so much to but this vet still clings on to but i was born in the usa that is part of my due so that's a but specific creative choice that bruce did to make this so i think in you know once again john's not joining us this week i think he was trying to say let me do these you know she's ripping me apart in a thousand pieces this with this kind of energetic sing and it will give us this this contrast will make 
both of them more effective. I totally buy that as a concept. And it's just surprising to me that Kevin Shirley, who was able to do so much to push John a little bit further to get yeah. these great performances that hit in the way that they're supposed to it still didn't work. The, the, the magic, the chemistry wasn't working for me at least on this. And, you know, I'm going to um, relate something that might just be completely ridiculous and not have any bearing on how I should be judging this song. Yeah. But um, I remember I tried to find it on YouTube so that we could link it. Uh, John performed on Imus in the morning okay. and, while he was promoting this. And Imus went off about, hey, you know, I really love that song, Bite Me. And he couldn't get out of his head that the song was Bite Me. And John's like, uh, it's Bite Marks. And he's just like, oh, I, I just think it's funny that you're saying like, yeah, yeah, just take a bite out of me. And like, it was obvious that he heard something and John was kind of trying to nudge him like, no, that's that's not what I intended, which mm -hmm. he never does. Um, it's like it was kind of the perfect example of like, I don't think this is saying what you wanted to say. Yes. Yeah, I, I I had not heard that story, but I love that story. Um, I have not heard this live. I don't know if this is something that was regular in the playlist. It wasn't for long, if it was. Yeah. I, you know, um, I I feel like it might have been, um, mm -hmm. but I I can neither prove that okay. or disprove that uh, based on my yeah. bootleg collection at this point. And, um, you know, we usually, we spend a lot of time usually on this going through the lyrics, but I, I don't think there's a lot of reason to, because I don't, we, in the past, we've talked about how the lyrics are clever and mm -hmm. there is an imagery and there is some vagueness to it, but at the same time specific. You've mentioned Lee Van Cleef, um, the the one of the guys who is has a long history of playing tough guys in, uh, you know, westerns and things. Um, was the most interesting part of it, like you said. I think that's really, really interesting. The you know throwing that in there, a random like. What you know, and you're talking about sometimes he watches TV. Um, maybe there was an old western on, right? Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, it I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, this time period was also the peak of you know the vampire walking dead and all yeah. those things, so you know, maybe he was just kind of having some fun with the idea of yeah, biting and blood and all that, but um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, this is, this is one I just, a hit and a miss. Let's try, yeah. you know, like this, this is like they, they can't all be gems. And this is one I just don't get, um, I, I don't see a lot. And, and I'm curious, you know, once again, we always throw this out to our listeners. If you disagree with this, or if you have an idea um, of what we're missing, I would love to know this. No, I mean, I 
there's nothing I love better than having a new way of listening to a John Hyatt song. Um, yeah. I just am not sure what that would be in this case. Yeah. This so. may be our shortest episode ever. So far. We, we were worried about that, but uh, hey, we got to cover them all. Yeah. But we did get some feedback, didn't we? Or before, oh wait, anything else on this song before we move to feedback? I, I think that'll do it for the song, but okay. yeah, um, we did get some feedback on another song that we talked about for much longer. Yes. Um, thank you very much, Jamie Rogers, for reaching out to us on Facebook. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, blush profusely while I read his uh, post. Jesse Jackson and Sylvan Groth, you absolutely knocked it out of the park on this week's podcast. Before I Go is a precious pearl of a song, and I do not disagree with anything that you said. I definitely see it as a gospel song in so many respects. Jesse, I was surprised that you did not compare some of the imagery in this song to Springsteen's My Beautiful Reward, which is one of my favorite of the lesser known boss songs. Both such beautiful songs with unmatched lyricism. Keep up the good work. You guys are awesome. Jamie, you're awesome. Jamie, you you. are awesome. You First off, anytime someone wants to compliment us, we love it. And if you can throw a Springsteen reference in there, you are winning my heart. (laughs) So thank you so much. Uh, That is awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, not only did Jamie Rogers leave that beautiful note on the Facebook page, he went to iTunes and left us a review, Sylvan. Oh, how lovely. Jamie, you're a rock star. He said, five out of five, the only podcast that discusses, analyzes, and rates every song by America's most underrated songwriter, the great John Hyatt. Highly recommended. Jesse and Sylvan have a great time uh, reliving the Hyatt catalog, and their enthusiasm for the man and his music is infectious. I sometimes agree and sometimes disagree with their interpretations and evaluation of individual songs, but the podcast is always entertaining and thought-provoking. Five stars. And the night he called it truly a perfectly good podcast. That's fantastic. Yes. So thank you. We, We got double shots of love. So now we definitely need him on the podcast. Absolutely. Come on, Jamie. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so Jamie reached out on Facebook through the John Hyatt fans page. Um, That's a great place to reach us. We also have our own uh, Perfect Good podcast page. And um, yeah, just thank you so much for everyone who's listening. Anytime you want to send us a comment, that's great. You want to come talk to us. I can't wait for our first uh, guest episode of Perfectly Good Podcast. Yeah, to to once again i always love to pull back the curtain right um sylvan often talks about that we do have a shared um document that lists every song and a schedule of when we plan to talk to them if we've already talked to them what was our score and uh then i add when they're going to be released and there is you know there's a column for both of our scores and there's a third column for guest and it's so sad because you got in a in a in a in a in a and and i'm like one day one day someone will want to join us yes yes uh so that is awesome 
Speaking of which, I guess it's time to uh, fill in those columns for Sylvan and Jesse's score on yes. bite marks. You want me to go first? I do want you to go first. I'm chickening out. Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to give it a one. I, I just, I, you know, I, I, it's probably musically, it probably doesn't deserve that. But I just don't think this is um, quite, it, it just misses the mark. So I'm going to give it a one. And as a reminder to uh, our listeners, yeah. our scale is one star song is still a good song because it's John Hyatt, but right. it's not up to the standard that we would normally mm-hmm. say a John Hyatt song is. Um, that being said, I I was really teetering if I could go one or I, I'm going to land it too, okay. because like you were saying, it is interesting musically. Um there's a, a funny little obscure reference in there. So there's an effort. And I, I think he was trying for something. As I said, I, I feel like someday I'm going to hear a version of this that's going to be like, ah, now I get it. Um, okay. But I shouldn't have to work that hard. So I'm going to go a two star, which on my rating scale isn't that I, I just don't get it at all. It's I'm going to skip it every once in a while, which I totally have. Okay, very nice. If you want your review to be uh, read on the podcast, go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, leave a review. Um, you also can leave comments on our different face on either the John Hyatt fan club or our own podcast, and we will certainly want to share that. Sylvan, if they want to reach you, the best way? Best way, I'm on Twitter as Sylvan Green Eyes. I'm Sylvan Groth on Facebook and uh, track down our uh, Google site, as Jesse said, where you can look at uh, what we have upcoming and you can find all our information on there too. Yes, and I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, as always, we would love to hear from you and uh, share your thoughts, good, bad, indifferent. Um, and if you have any feedback on what you'd like more of us or less of us on to do on the podcast, let us know. Um, well, Sylvan, this was a short one, but, um, that's good. You know, we, we go through them all alphabetical order. Um, another one down more to go. And, um, I, what we're going to need to get all the way to zero house is to have a little faith. So have indeed have a little faith listeners, be kind, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Baby, we can come on home put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the court of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.